I'm not ready, but let's do it. Okay. <laughs> there's a cat behind me. What? There's a cat behind me. What? I just felt the blanket move. That wasn't there before. Th it was. Was she well, over there? She might have been. Hi. Hi, Hi there. What are, where'd you come from? <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I can hide you again. I just didn't know you were there. She's I'm sorry. She's looking over like, excuse you. Get I'm sorry if I sat here. on you. Get the she was not there because I was looking at that and, and I didn't notice any lump. <laughs> she must have been over here. Yeah, that might be. I didn't but, look over uh, there. Okay. Well. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that's probably going to be the I was going to say, that sounds like an intro to me. <laughs> <coughs> hey, everyone. This is Roger, and you're listening to the Work Week Wrap-Up. We're going to wrap up the end of each work week by getting together and talking about what's been going on in our lives. And this weekend is Labor Day weekend, and I am here with my wife, Bree. Hi. And we are actually not in the normal recording location. We're at my parents' house. We went to go visit my parents out of state this weekend. And so if there are random background noises or cats meowing or our daughter Kennedy throwing a ball around upstairs that you might be able to hear in the background, I apologize. But uh, that's just because of where we are right now. Also, Allie did... Allie was going to record an episode this week with her boyfriend, John, and they did, but we ran into some technical difficulties with the file, um, and so Bree and I are recording one real quick to get something up this weekend, and I told Allie I'll try and take that episode that they recorded as a special bonus episode at some point once we can figure it all out. So there'll be a coming bonus episode that I don't know when you'll get it, but you'll get it eventually. It's so. helpful. Yeah, I know. Well... <laughs> I mean, we're still going to record every week, so it's not going to be a new... It's, we're not going to replace a Friday mm -hmm. with that, so it'll be a matter of when can I get the file in the correct format, and then when do I have time to edit it? That's what it's going to come down to. Mm. So, Well, if it doesn't have any like date specifications, you could save it for the next time Allie just disappears. Well, no, because Allie's in that one. Yeah, you could she say, here's a, an episode previously recorded. I guess if I can't find somebody to fill in for yeah, Alan. Yeah, yeah, That's sure. what I mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I could do that. Maybe maybe people at work will... That'll throw uh, our friend Adam off. Adam likes to try and guess who the special guest is when Allie's not around. Oh, so I've that heard could, about this, yeah. That could be the one episode that he guesses somebody and we just, you know... Oh, hey. It's, the person that said that they were going to write emails, did they ever write an email? You mean tweets? Oh, was it tweets? Yeah, no. I called him out in the last episode. I heard that, but I was like, did it ever happen? <clears throat> no, he still hasn't tweeted us yet. <gasps> oh Evan. Can I tell them about the drinking game? Sure. I don't know that you've actually done this drinking game. Oh, no, because I always listen to it during the day when I'm watching Kennedy, and that would be really So this is a drinking game you'd, you'd like to do? <laughs> this is, I think it should be a thing. And I thought, how, when did I think of this? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago? It was, it was multiple was, episodes ago. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, guys. Here's what I want you guys to do if you are in a situation watching this where you can do so safely. Listening, listening to this. Lis sorry, listening to this. If you can do so safely. Um, drinking game. Have many, many shots ready because you're going to need it. Okay. So every time that Roger says, yeah, or sure, in a way that's totally not helpful to the conversation... Like, okay, you know, Stephanie says, sure, and, like, carries on into uh, something that makes sense. But when he's just kind of like, uh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, and totally not adding to the conversation, take a shot. <laughs> you will be smashed. You will just be gone. You won't survive. If Warning. you say so. 
I want this to be done. And if you don't drink, you know, like take your sips of whatever you drink and then just imagine how smashed you would be if you were drinking right now and laugh about it. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> anyway. Why you, don't stare at me like that. I'm not. <laughs> um, He's rubbing his face right now like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> so um, we're here at my parents' house, hanging out, um, and I know my mom asked you when we got back from the store about the shirt you're wearing, which is something that you made. Yeah, she didn't know I made it, apparently. I'm having a conversation with her like, yeah, you know, I wish it looked like this a little. I think I need to alter it. And then finally she was like, oh wait, you made it? I thought you, were, I thought you bought it and you were going to alter it. And I was like, oh. No, I thought we were talking about this the whole time. <laughs> we were having very different conversations, and I didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, you made the shirt. Yeah. Is that one of the shirts that's on your page? Can people see that? No. Mm. No, because I didn't, I didn't like it personally. But now that your mom said she liked it, now I'm thinking maybe it's just not my style, but it's still, still a, a good shirt. Somebody might like it. Well, yeah, I, I just thought I did it wrong. But if she liked it, then maybe, maybe I did it fine, and it's just not my style personally, but... Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably post a picture of it. And I know that you recently made a bunch of bucket hats. Yes, I'm making them for customers. I'm not doing the adult clothes for customers yet since I'm still trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work, what fabric works well. But the bucket hats are done and good and going. You made a, a matching set for a pair of twin girls. Yes, and they're reversible too. So yes. it's like two hats in one. That's right. And then you made one for a newborn, which I guess was... More difficult. Yeah, she said she couldn't find any hats made for like a really small baby because they're just like general like three month or six month. But what about when you have a newborn? Everyone just wants you to wear beanies, but it's hot out. And yeah. you want something that covers their eyes for the sun because Lord knows a newborn's not going to wear sunglasses. Right, it's too it's too early in their life. For yeah, so she commissioned me to make her a reversible sun hat. Cool. So what else do you make? Tell our listeners what else you make. Uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Sure. I mean, I can make just jeans. I can make... You made a shirt I for made, Kennedy at one point? I did make a shirt. I can make. I make lots of stuff for kids. can make shirts, dresses, pants, um, underwear. Underwear for sizes that don't get underwear, really. Like, 2T doesn't really make underwear because they just kind of expect them to be in diapers still. Um, um, accessories. Um, I made some... Uh, special needs clothing for my nephews that are that have autism so they have sensory problems so waistbands are kind of hard so I made jeans that have like a stretch waistband that's nice and soft um, I can make uh, accessories like bows and bow ties I can make uh, pacifier clips and, and uh, bibs blankets um, uh, purses bags I'm dying here. I can't. Didn't there's make, so many. Didn't you make a stuffed animal at one point too? Yes. I want to get, I want to make a little more of like the kind of, I don't know what you would call them, but like they're just kind of floppy stuffed animals with like these really long, simple legs that might be the kind of thing like Kennedy's flying kitty. I can't describe that to people. Help me describe that. Okay. So it's a, it's a little like eight inch tall stuffed cat. The legs are all loosely stuffed so they don't sit they don't sit they just flop over and it's 
got a blanket attached to it, like a little. I wouldn't. I don't know if I do the blanket part. Right. But specifically how it's how it's put together, so that its limbs are are stitched, so right. that they're movable, and pretty floppy. It's kind of like makes me think of like raggedy, how it's just. Yeah. yeah. Floppy. Yep. Yep. I can see that. It's floppy little characters that have like a human build to them. So they've got the arms and the legs that are attached to the body just like a person would be. But then you put the head. I want to make an elephant. Why cool. an elephant? I don't know. Just okay. I like the look of an elephant with like the human build and then the elephant face. I thought that would be cute. Okay. Drink. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh. oh, oh, okay works too because that's totally not like that was not helpful at all. Okay, sure, yeah. Like all those things that are just like, okay, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Those things. That's when you drink, okay? So everyone should have drank. You know, there's going to be one time where you're going to tell me ahead of time that you're going to do that for one of our episodes, and I'm just going to do it on purpose. You know, there's <laughs> honestly, I'll have to re-watch an episode to do that, so. Listen, re-listen to uh, I keep saying watch, you're right. I'm just... I'm clearly a YouTube watcher, not a clearly. not a podcast watcher. I and, apologize. And we don't do YouTube, at least not yet. Dun, dun, dun. I don't, don't do that. Make a YouTube special. Eh, me. A Christmas special. Can we have a Christmas special like Doctor Who? Um, <laughs> we we should actually probably start talking about the upcoming holidays because we will be away again for Christmas. I'm assuming Allie will also be away for Christmas since her parents also live away from where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we should we should probably start talking about that and maybe we can do something. Something special, different, unique. Mm. I do have a Twitch account. A Twitch yeah. account? Yeah. Twitch? Let me tell you, my mind's... Never mind. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> what is a Twitch account? It's a, it's a live streaming account. It's a live streaming service. Okay. And it, and it will archive your stuff there and also upload to YouTube. Okay. Can you edit through it, though, or does it just I load it? No, I haven't actually tried. I just have the account. Because if it's live streaming, I feel like I'd be very worried that I'm about to throw something out there and be like, oh, crap, I take that back. I take that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of taking back my reaction to Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... It would be live stream in the moment. I don't. I'm assuming you can do some sort of editing before you upload it, but I don't know that for certain. Okay. So you record in the moment, and people can actually watch you while you're recording. Why'd they name it Twitch? Um, I don't <laughs> think it used to be Twitch. I think it was. I could be completely wrong on this, but I think it used to be Justin.tv, and then rebranded to Twitch. And I I only have the Twitch account because I signed up for something and. In order to, uh, I signed up for a beta test of something. In order to sign up for it, you had to sign. You had to. You either had to already have an account with them, or you had to have a Twitch account. And I didn't have an account with them, so I was like, I can sign up for a free Twitch account right now. So I just signed up and used that mm. to get in. Indeed. But, um. So I have that, and I just haven't used it, but it's there. Okay. I was just thinking, like, what if we could try to get like a group. Well, you, so you could do live stream of multiple people in different places. Well, I was just thinking of Google Chat. You could do basically that over a live stream. But just like record it. Yeah. 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 See if you can edit it. That would be funny. I'll look into that. Maybe we'll get a bunch of people that have been on the podcast all on at the same time. It'll be a pod party. 
don't judge me. I just, <laughs> your look is so judgmental. <laughs> you anyway, were fighting back the urge anyway, to say, sure. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it, it, and that was going to be a, sure, I don't know what to say next now. You should have done it. I could have said, drink. <laughs> um. Oh, so back to your, your clothes. You're selling stuff on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or I mean, honestly, I, mean, I, I, sell, I sell all sorts of stuff. I kind of just tell people, like, contact me. Send me a message. I, I won't bite if it's too much. To, you know, you can't afford it. Okay. No, no, no problem. <laughs> Bye. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Where can people find you? Oh, right. Sorry. That would be helpful. Yeah. Uh, my Facebook page is Seabreeze So, and it's all one word. S-E-A-B-R-E-E-Z-E-S-E-W. Okay. And that's they, all one word. Just search for that on Facebook and it'll come up. You should, yep. Yeah. And they can send you a message there and then you'll get... Uh... Yep. I've also been experimenting with, like, kitchen stuff. I, I was trying to do... Um, it's a, a, a natural cotton fabric that I cut into various shapes and sizes. And I coat it in honey. Oh, that's right. I saw uh, that. Oh, not like a like a, a beeswax. Beeswax. I'm yes. sorry, not honey. Jesus. Yeah, you made, okay. one, you made one. Beeswax. And we, we used it. Yeah. Yes. So you coat it in beeswax, and it becomes a, an alternative for like uh, tin foil or or uh, saran wrap. Um, and it's all natural, and it's like I don't know. Uh, beeswax mm -hmm. has pretty neat properties where it just like doesn't get moldy. It doesn't get you know. And Yucky. <laughs> it's, so I I noticed you putting it on something. I forget what you put it on when you did it in our kitchen. And it stuck fairly well. Yeah. But then you took it off, I'm assuming, and it was that shape. How, do you just like... You just flatten it back out again. You can wipe it off with some water. And, and it just it. like softens it up enough to flatten it out? Oh, it stays soft. It stays pretty soft. You can just bend it right back. But if it stays soft, then how does it stay stuck in, in it's, place? It's like firm, but it's it's still moldable. Think Play-Doh. Okay. Like, you can mold it into something, but you can still flatten it back out again. Okay. Yeah. I, that's it. It's just like that? It's got a bit of a thick, but still moldable consistency. With a piece of fabric inside. With a piece of fabric inside. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of, it almost slightly sticks to itself, too, because of that. Right. Well, so that when I you, noticed, when you yeah. put it around the bowl, you know, you just flatten it on itself. And, you know, I mean, it doesn't get that super, super cling that you get with, you know, saran or, or cling wrap, whatever. But, um, you know, you're avoiding all those chemicals and a little more natural. And my sister's big into that. So I tried to, to I try to cater to that market to kind of help them out. Because it's kind of hard to find that kind of stuff when you don't want to, when you don't want to be exposing yourself to too much chemicals. And, right. And if you do find it, it's usually pretty expensive. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you know, I, I understand why they're expensive. It's, it's not the easiest thing to make all this, all this stuff. And you have to pay for your time and crafts, unfortunately, are very underappreciated. I often get people, you know, why is it so expensive? And I'm like, well, I mean, I could give this whole list about why it's so expensive, but I mean, if this isn't in your budget, this isn't in your budget, you don't have to buy from me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a message to all of you. Trust me, it's worth the price they ask. If you can't afford it, that's okay. You don't have to buy it. But please don't question their prices. They're priced that way for a reason. Right, because you have to you have to factor in cost materials. Do you want me to go on the whole? I can go on the whole spiel. Sure. Okay. 
let me try to, I'm, I'm kind of doing this <clears throat> impromptu, so let me try to remember everything. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, the, the basics are the cost of materials. The other part is paying for your time. Now, you might look at a simple, something small, something simple. Let's think of bib. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just a round thing. I'm just sewing around, right? Pretty simple. However, that's probably... If you consider ironing out the fabric, laying it all together, cutting out the pieces, cutting out the pattern, um, uh, even just printing out the pattern, it's going to take some time. Then you need to pin it all together because, you know, you're making something for someone else. It needs to be quite, it doesn't have to be perfect, perfect, because these are handmade items, but... It still needs to look somewhat professional. It still needs to look professional. You're not, you know, that's what you're being paid for. So you're pinning it all together very carefully, mind you, because you have to put the pins close together and make sure it all lines up. Then when you're sewing, you're going pretty slow because you want this, you want the line to be pretty straight. Like I said, you want it to look at least moderately professional. Um, you know, flipping it inside out is actually a pretty difficult task. Putting in the snaps, I put in my snaps by hand, so I'm using the, uh, what's it called, an awl? I have no idea. It's it's the sharp pointy thing. I think it's called an awl. Okay. And I, you, I mean, I don't... You, have to stab it through. So I'm doing this by hand and I often get blisters. So hello, pain and suffering. Um, so, <laughs> so I have to like stab through. Factor that into the cost. Factor that into the cost. <laughs> the band-aids. I need a couple dollars for that. <clears throat> um, so you, you know, stab through, put the, put the parts for the snap on either side, use a hand, like, uh, like a plier kind of thing, a tool to really squeeze those together to snap the snaps together so that they won't come apart. And you have to do that a couple times. And that's... And that's all just for one That's bib. all just for one bib. And that's not including anything else. Because you think about it this way. An average person who just has a sewing machine for fun, they don't do that many projects. Um, so, you know, they might have one machine that'll last the whole time. Their right. whole life. Right. And that's pretty common. However, if you're using a sewing machine several times a day, every single day, as your business... You're, this is heavy duty using. You're, you're you're sewing thicker things. You're sewing more often. Um, it's gonna die. You're well, you're I mean, single. You, I've already been through two machines. I say, you've also been through a ton of needles too. And a ton of oh my god, the needles. Yeah, and those are all costs too. The thread is a cost. You also have to keep in mind that this is handmade. You have to factor in costs of mistakes. I make a single mistake. I have to throw that away and start over again. And it's. It's part of business. It's part of what we have to factor into the cost. We also have to factor in um, even just it, it, it costs extra electricity. We're paying the extra electricity for having my sewing machines running all the time. My iron going. I have to replace the irons. At, we've had we've gone through two irons, haven't we? Has it been two already? Oh no, we're on the second we're one now. So we're, we're, we've been second. through one. But I mean, yeah. most people have an iron that pretty much lasts their whole life. My mom, for the longest time, had the same iron from like the '80s. I think that thing finally went, but I, I feel like that's the case here with my parents. Too. I don't, I don't know that for certain. So, mom, if you got a new iron, I apologize. <laughs> so, I mean, most people will are like, well, I mean, I have a sewing machine and I've had it my whole life. Blah blah blah. I'm not asking other people to pay for it. Well, okay, but that's you got that as a choice to use at home. I'm using it as a business, and I have to keep my stuff updated. Right. I also have about four different sewing machines. Just to do all this. Right, because they, they do different things. They do different things, yes. A serger, um, lots of people probably don't even know you need it. A serger, if you look at the edges of your, if you look at the inside of a shirt. Now look down, if you know, if you're wearing a shirt with like a collar edge. If you look on the inside, you're going to see, um, help me describe this. It's so it's uh, the edge of the fabric. Yep, the two edges of the fabric for the, seat, the collar and the shirt come together. And it's got a bunch of 
tightly wound loops of fab, uh, string around it. And it's protecting the edge, and that makes it so it's not going to fray and come apart. Right. Because that will happen. So, you know, that's kind of... Um, I'd say that's separating a hobby sewer. I don't think a, a... Well, no, some hobby sewers do. But the average household person isn't just has a sewing machine for little repairs or for fun, isn't going to have a serger because they're an extra $200, if not more, right. generally yeah. more. The average person is just going to have a regular sewing machine, and you can use a sewing machine to, to mimic that appearance, but it doesn't protect the edges like an actual serger does. So, um, I, I thought of a better way to better explain way to describe to, what this not is. to describe it explain when you're when you have a string that starts to come loose on your fabric on your sh shirt or your pants it's where the surge is nine probably nine times probably. out of ten it's where the yeah. surge is and you know you chop it off and it's still the pants are still fine they're still holding together fine right as long as you don't let it, your shirt as long as you don't let it um unravel too much right that's it. exactly it yeah and you know on top of that you do top <laughs> stitching for decorative purposes so yep and um and lots of people have a cover stitch machine. That's something that I actually haven't gotten yet, but that's the next goal. Which you know that's another reason why we ask for a profit. You know I need to get this cover stitch machine to really you know bring the quality of my work to the next level, so that I can bring quality items to you. Um, so a cover stitch machine starts at I want to say at least four hundred, but most likely more like six hundred dollars. And then of course maintenance. Um, when you use them this often, yearly maintenance is really important. Otherwise, you could destroy your machine. Like a car, if you're not keeping up with your yeah your average, you know, everyday maintenance. Oil changes. Not oil changes. Then your while it might last for a while, in the end, you're probably paying more because, you know, you're destroying the inner workings of your car slowly. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's just pieces of the costs. But, I mean, I could even go in further and say... Um, lots of people have to have their own web page, um, Etsy fees, PayPal fees. Yeah. There are fees for all that shipping fees because also part of the business and yes, people complain. I'm sure someone out there is going to say, Oh, I don't care about that. But other people do shipping when you're shipping. First of all, we have to ship with insurance. If we don't, it's on us. If it gets lost, right. It's on the seller, not the buyer, which is so if you ever say, no, don't, don't do the insurance. I want cheapest shipping. No, that's not, you have to pay for that. Yeah. That's for the buyer's protection and they deserve that. I mean, that's the, for the sorry, that's the for the seller's, seller's protection, protection and they deserve to have that protection because Absolutely. they'd be out the money. They it's their responsibility to replace it so right. that you get your product. Um so just the extra, you know, what, a dollar maybe. A couple dollars if it's more if it's a higher price item, maybe 5, you know. The extra few dollars for that insurance is absolutely necessary. And that comes with a tracking number, too. And that comes with a tracking number, yeah. But, sorry, I, I went off on a little spiel there. That, that, um, the point that I was going for was that we actually, it's very much expected of a business to package your items professionally and safely, of course. Um, and sometimes they charge for that. Sometimes they include that in their prices. Usually, um, it's a little bit of both. Um, having business cards is a very necessary thing. You might say, well, come on, just word of mouth, but... That's really just not how it works. You know, you have to work on advertising. It, advertising is work, and it's what you have to pay for to earn money. So lots of people in the Etsy community have to pay for um, promoted ads um, on Facebook, on Etsy itself. So that's another cost of doing business. Um, some of them have to have a nicer camera. Thankfully, I can just use my phone. I have a good enough phone. 
to just take pictures. But, but you also have a really nice camera too. Yes, I do. But that's you know that's a that's another another thing that I was that was a hobby of mine. So I'm not including that. No, but personally, means, but other people might. Yeah, but you might, <laughs> if you get to a point where you're taking that many pictures, you might end up using that yes. camera anyway. So. But it's something to think about for many people who who are in this. And when people say, well, why does it cost so much? And that's such a common thing. I bet, I'm sure some people are listening thinking, oh, I would never question it. I know just why it's that much. Do people really question that? And I could tell you that I'm in some Etsy seller groups where it is a daily occurrence, sometimes several times a day, where they are getting people not just kindly asking like, oh, hey, you know, why does it cost that much? But people who are angry, who are legitimately angry at them, feeling that they are being ripped off by these people who are just trying to make a living. Right. They're doing all the same math that you're doing for what they should be charging. And, and the, you know, the people will people, say... People think, oh, I'm buying it online, or it's not store-made, so it should be cheaper. But mm. that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, you're paying for a custom, you know, a handmade piece, you know. And honestly, and I always find the quality... Okay, you know, I'm sure there are some people out there that just aren't really good at it and are, you know... They, maybe they think it's better than it is, or maybe they're just kind of ripping you off. But I'd say for the most part that handmade items are so much better quality. The few times that I've done, like we cloth diapered Kennedy, in case anyone doesn't know that out there. Uh, yep. They know Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, knows that Kennedy. Kennedy. yeah. So Kennedy is our daughter and we cloth diapered her and I've made cloth diapers. I've bought um, work at home mom cloth diapers, which, you know, home business. And I've bought like China made cheap diapers and I've also bought like the nice in country but not like super expensive company but they're company made diapers of all of those I'd say it was mine and the work at home mom diapers that were the best quality held up the best over the years because cloth diapers for those of you who don't know are birthed potty training they're you just wash them and keep reusing them and um the ones that held up the absolute best were the ones that were handmade and they would look like they were brand new. Maybe some faded colors just from repeated washing, but all the all of them did that. So, right, like yeah. the other ones, the the seams started coming apart. I remember or, that. Yeah, yeah we you had some feel. I had to fix a couple. Yep, the elastics, the elastics around the leg bands, um, because you know, like like um, like a disposable diaper, it has to stretch a little around the legs. Um, the elastics often, with the company made ones, would just lose their stretch, which is just a, a fact of they're, they're trying to cut corners, you know? They're wanting the cheaper, they're using that cheaper material, the cheaper elastics to make the cost less so that they earn more money. So you might be paying more for a work-at-home mom, you know, diaper in this case, but it's going to last so much longer. It's going to be, I feel like it holds its value better too because um, in the cloth diaper world, this is something that you can pass on to someone else. You can right. resell. Yep. You did a bunch of that too. That's actually yep. how you got some of those work at home mom ones. Yes, because I we might not have had the funds for brand new, but when it came down to it, it's just a piece of clothing. <laughs> and if you just give it a good clean, it's just like new. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there are people like, oh my god, that's so gross. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not when you think about it, but when we're we're kind of raised to think like, no, you throw away diapers. Like that's a yeah. That's, it's only just coming back again. Yes. But this yes. used to be a thing, <laughs> and it is coming back. I mean, Yay. in some parts of the world, it still is a thing. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Sorry. Long tangent. No, that's a, you mean you had. Uh, 
I think that's Kennedy. There's a little... So the room we're in has a little cat door on the door so the cats that my parents have can go in and out, and I'm pretty sure Kennedy just played with the door, which she likes to do. So <laughs> If you hear creaking in the background, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, so you've got your, your Facebook page, and people can reach out to you. See Breeze So on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've shared your link at work a few times with people that, um, like I've heard somebody say something about a couple weeks ago somebody mentioned wanting to get a dress, like a certain style of dress. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's very similar to what Brie made. And I showed them a picture on Facebook and then sent them the link yeah, to you your know, Facebook page. I hope that when people look at my page, if, if any of you are listening that have gotten this information, or if you look at my page now with the link we shared, or well, with the name we shared, I hope that no one does thinks like just because I didn't list something that they can't buy it. Or like because I didn't post any, I only posted that my women's... Uh, clothing is kind of a work in progress. I hope no one thinks that they can't contact me about still making them something. I just haven't gotten to a point where I'm kind of making them to sell ready-made. Right, you're making... But I can still make custom items. Yeah, you're making any custom stuff right now, and you're making stuff for you. You're making stuff, a little bit of I'm, stuff for I'm practicing with it before I try to kind of bulk create right. to sell with a focus. Yeah, once you once you master one of those patterns, you'll you can make a bunch of them and have them on hand for when somebody yeah, says I want. Yeah, and one. and that's what, you know. But in it, the meantime, people can ask you for custom stuff. You've yeah. got a bunch of patterns. Yeah, you and should, a lot of my stuff I haven't even posted. Like I don't think I've posted any of my bags. I haven't posted those beeswax the things no, I was talking about. No. So these are all things that I can make and You should add a post to your page listing all the things that you are capable of making right now. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, I have the patterns for these pieces of clothing. Right. For adults, for kids. I have... That's a good idea. I can make all these things that are not clothing. I should probably put a list that has a price range. Like, of course, it, it depends, you know, if you want a nicer quality fabric, if you want right, this, that, yeah. the other thing. But right. if I put a starting price so that people know, because lots of people contact me and it's just not in the price range. And like I said before, that's totally okay. But if you have it up there, people But if can I have look. it up there, people can just look and they'll know. They don't have to reach out and feel shy. I know that's kind of embarrassing to be able to just have to say, can't afford that. Sorry. I've been there. I've been there a lot of times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so maybe I should do that so that people will yeah, feel more comfortable. <laughs> make, a, make a pinned post with the prices at the top that you can mm. edit every time you add something. Can you do a pinned post on a page? I feel Put like you on can. a group. Yeah, we'll look at it. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll check it out. We'll, we'll figure out some way to keep it near the top. Maybe in your about section if we have to. Mm, yeah, maybe. But you're not sewing at all this weekend because we're on vacation. Yep. I finished mine. Finished that last one. That was the newborn baby hat. Yes. Which you sold literally right before we left. Yeah. I literally, the morning we were leaving, I'm like, I'm going to drop this off. Drove over, dropped it off, came back, we left. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we're just hanging out this weekend. Monday's a holiday. We'll be driving back to Maine on Monday. And then a short work week, because Monday's a holiday, so that's cool. Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. Yep. And then I think, unless Allie says otherwise, I think Allie and I are both back on the podcast next week. Yay! In our normal recording spot, too. So the Not sound... that you're not good, but I think I listen for Allie. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Love you. Mm. <laughs> Sure. Um, 
So yeah, we should both be back next week in our normal recording space. So whatever background noise you may hear tonight, you um, you hopefully won't hear next week because we'll be in a different place. Got to get you a microphone. It's on the list. I'll have to raise my prices. Yes. <laughs> Just I mean, kidding, guys. We Just don't kidding. charge for the podcast. <laughs> we so don't. There's, so there's no profit. So there's no money to buy a microphone. <laughs> Although... I, and I think I mentioned this one in one of the earlier episodes. I know how to set up GarageBand, which we use to record, mm-hmm. to record two separate tracks from two separate microphones so that Allie and I can just talk and I can adjust the levels so that they match. Mm. Um, but I don't have microphones. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at right now. Get you some microphones. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Some, I, tr- I tried, but I failed. Well... Th- the ones you got worked great, but you well, can't you know pair. I, you can't pair them. I wasn't thinking about the fact that you don't do it on your phone. For some reason, I was thinking you do this on a phone. I think we did the first episode on the phone. Maybe that's what I was thinking and, of. And Basically, I, that, was the, that was the plan. But then every twenty minutes, GarageBand uh, yeah, stopped because that, it I didn't, a, we didn't know that. Yeah, apparently, GarageBand on iPhone has a file size max of 20 minutes and then it cuts you off which GarageBand on the computer doesn't I let it go one day for like four hours just to test and it just kept on recording so I know that we're good on the computer yeah basically I got him a gift for what was it Father's Father's Day Day? I think it was Father's Day for Father's Day I was like he was just kind of working on the podcast at the beginning shortly after we started it was right at the beginning and I thought oh you know that's a great idea I'll just get him a microphone and I'm a a stay at home mom I don't make a lot of money like I said about the sewing you know I don't really make that much in the end because it has to go back into the business so I had just a little bit and I thought I'll get him microphones for the podcast and I ordered these ones that plug into the sound the headphone jack. jack And use the microphone feature there, like kind of like, you know, the ones that come with the phone that has the microphone built in, the Apple ones. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, this is great because I thought at the time that he used a phone. And, but then we realized that that's not, it, it just wouldn't work with the separate noise levels, which is what we were hoping to accomplish. Right. The biggest issue is that with the microphone that you, the microphones that you got, because they plug into the headphone jack, the, you computer, only one. the computer only has one headphone jack. Yeah. So that was that was the biggest challenge. But if we got two USB microphones, I have two USB ports. I can do right. that. Right. We just need to get you actual microphones. Yep. And I mean, heck, if you got one really good one, you could put it in between. There. Yeah. No. There's, but it had to be a really good one. <laughs> right. There's there are a couple out there that um, a couple of friends have recommended that are in the. I think my dad is now cutting the grass. Yes. Right there he the goes. Window. There he goes. Um, so you probably just heard that too. Um, <laughs> Need a microphone, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, a couple of friends have recommended the same microphone. It's about $100. Um, it's it's a really good microphone. I remember it from when I worked at the Apple Specialist store years yeah. ago. We sold it there, and I knew it was a good Are microphone. Are there places you could test these? Like, just to try Probably. I feel like that should be a thing. But now that we're, like, in the age of, like, internet shopping, no one does this. But yeah. I feel like I would like to actually experience it in person. Right. Um, this particular, we had some one set up at our store yeah. when I worked there and this one is a really good microphone, um, for the price. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it, you could set it, we could set up one microphone, um, between myself and Allie and a guest or two and it would pick us all up. Great. It would yeah. cut out, it uh, wouldn't it would reduce help. background noise, but it wouldn't help it wouldn't with individual help levels. It wouldn't help with you, but if you put it just a little closer to you, biggest issue I think everyone knows is Roger's too quiet. And he tries to talk louder. It's even a problem at home. I'm like, I can't hear you. Speak up. Sorry. But 
But I if usually you can put keep... it closer to you and try to be a little louder and, you know. In the last month and a half or so of episodes, I've been keeping the laptop closer to me and I think it's helped some. It has helped, yeah. Allie still likes to yell when she... No, she... it's not <laughs> Allie. Stop leaving. You're, you're, she's you're... very loud. She's normal. Lucy, I'm like Lucy that. is also very loud. That's because people talk louder. You're the weird one. You can't just be like, everyone around me is weird. I'm the only one talking normal. Maybe you need to look at yourself, my friend. I sound fine when I listen to myself. No. You're too quiet. <laughs> if you say You're so. too quiet. I had my volume on full max and I could not hear a thing you were saying. Are you saying that the computer was wrong? That it should have been louder? <laughs> or maybe that your voice level was too low? <laughs> I listen in the car and it sounds fine in the car. But... Also, like, talking to you right now, I don't necessarily sound quiet to myself. I sound fine. You sound quiet to me. Oh, okay. You're the one. You think it's normal because that's how you're talking, but it's not. You're just being too quiet. Okay. Well, two microphones will help that. Yes, that's very true. But stop placing the blame on poor Allie. <laughs> poor Allie. This is like a theme in my life. By the way, my really dumb little cat is named Allie. And a lot of the times, a lot of the times I'm like, oh, poor Allie. And then I'm like, wow, this is, is it the name? (laughs) (laughs) We have, we had our cat Allie long before we met Allie, the person. We just loved Allie so much that we named our cat after her. (laughs) We love you. Loves. (laughs) (laughs) He's giving me such a judgy look right now. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, anything else you want to share before we wrap up the work week wrap up? Oh, um, I don't think so. Do you have something witty you can say at the end of the episode? You have to spring this on me right now. Do we will search for witty phrases. Peace, That's love, I, and applesauce. At the end of the episode, oh, after shit. I do the outro, no. Allie, Allie just Googles witty phrases and reads something. Witty phrases and reads something? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you a second to start looking. Um, Is the cat? Yes. So I'm also sitting on a couch with a cat behind me. and uh, I think she's about to have a hairball. Okay, here's our outro. She's, <laughs> she's wheezing. She's not going to have a hairball. She has asthma. <laughs> anyway. Um, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, stories you want us to talk about, anything you would like to share, you can email us at workweekwrapup at gmail.com or you can tweet us at workweekwrap underscore up. Um, also, we would appreciate it if you subscribe and more importantly, rate our podcast in Apple Podcasts and Google Play because ratings help more people find us and feel free to share us on social media with your friends. Oh, do I, do I say it now? Yep. Okay. Doesn't expecting the unexpected make the unexpected expected? Eh? Deep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>